It's episode 23 of the Blue Tent Breakdown Podcast, Chiefs only uh, episode for week nine uh, in the NFL. So the Chiefs, my co-host, by the way, of course, Ethan, as always, certified licensed practicing physical therapist and athletic trainer. So the game's in Germany this week. My first concern is the travel. Miami's been there. The Chiefs haven't. Um, And we saw earlier this year when Jacksonville stayed, they seemed to play a lot better. Does the travel concern you? Trying to bounce back from that. I would have thought they wanted to get as far away from Denver as possible. (laughs) Yeah, there's different different research articles that point out the benefits of being there, you know, five to seven days ahead of Mm. competition um, versus just almost getting there and almost like not even letting your body, allowing it to uh, adjust there. Um, That's been a question they brought up a lot this week. Um, They've looked at some studies mainly with like soccer players or rugby players that do a little more like international traveling. Mm. Um, It's kind of hit and miss on which one you want to go with. I mean, there's evidence to support both uh, ways there. Um, So I guess the Chiefs just thought it'd be more beneficial to have people Um, you know, in their own home environment for as long as possible and then getting there. Um, Some studies have even looked at like not changing your sleeping schedule, which wouldn't be ideal in Germany with that time difference because that would put them going to sleep at like three o'clock in the morning with a game time of, I think it's supposed to start at like 2.40 their time there or something like that. It's a six hour difference, so, or 2.30. So uh, I don't, I haven't heard, they, you know, haven't really talked about what their exact strategy was and reasoning for it but it supports both ways um i haven't paid a whole lot of attention to those games over there across seas this year so i don't know if it's made a big difference um with that or not um i've seen some anecdotal stories of people that personally have traveled to germany yeah and they were reporting that the jet lag is way worse coming back than going i've never been i have not either i've so. only been at tijuana <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't think that i it hurt coming back from tijuana but it wasn't jet lag <laughs> that was just something else something. yeah it was tijuana <laughs> yeah. um okay so then let's talk about injuries um, the first one we have to mention just because it happened while we were watching Tommy Towns and the punter. Yep. Yeah, it seemed like uh, they have it designated as a hand injury. Um, looks like he probably just got his hand caught up when trying to make that tackle last game. Uh, he was uh, full practice, I'm yeah. pretty sure. So. Yeah, he was limited and then full. Yeah, so probably got a little treatment on it, but um, doesn't seem like it's anything that's going to affect his uh, catching the ball and punting, so should be all right. Jarek McKinnon, Willie Gay did not practice limited practice. And this is Wednesday and Thursday. Jarek McKinnon, a groin. I feel like he's kind of important. Yeah, especially, um, I don't know if you saw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not traveling with the team. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw an illness, but I didn't. So he didn't even travel with the team. So they're going to be a little short-handed in the running back room this week. I didn't see if they called anyone up from the practice squad. If they did, it didn't make much news um, if they do have a third back in there. Um, But McKinnon, uh, he's he's a veteran. They usually take a little bit more time to take care of their bodies. I think he did the same thing last week or the week before where he took a Wednesday that he didn't practice and then was limited, but full participant during the game. So hopefully he's good to go. Um, 
good thing is Pacheco's healthy and yeah. um, they can, you know, rely on him pretty heavily and use McKinnon more in those third down or passing situations. Hopefully. Willie Gay lower back. Yes. Did not then, then did limited practice. Yeah. So they were talking about it being a contusion of the tailbone at one point. Then they have it listed as like a lower back. So probably affecting a little bit of both. I mean, they're right there. Um, you know, contusion just meaning a bruise. But that being said, on the tailbone, I mean, it could be more of like a, a bone bruise would be my guess because um, he did. That's what happened during the game is he fell on it and oh. I, he tried to go back in and couldn't. Wow. During the game last week. Now, that was more acute. He's had some time to let that settle down. He did get into the limited practice. Um, the linebacker crew's a little beat up, so we don't want to don't want to yeah. lose too much there. Um, and especially he's he's our speed guy with the linebacker, and we're going up against a lot of speed this weekend. So what can you do with a bone bruise? There's not a lot, unfortunately. Um, you kind of just have to wait it out, and it can take a while for those to start feeling better. It's a it's a bruise that doesn't go away very quickly, yeah. essentially. But so. is it literally like a bruise I would get on my arm if I bump a counter? Is it? similar similar but more intense it's deeper it causes Oof. inflammation around the bone and it's the bone bruise so um sometimes there's surface bruising where you can actually see sometimes it's not even that but it does it's just effective with movement and painful um i mean contact's not going to feel good uh landing on it or anything like that and if i'm not mistaken willie gay's had some like back stuff in the past oh. like a couple of years too and so you know with the our body naturally wants to kind of tighten and protect areas of pain so a lot of times with tailbone contusions things like that that can lead to like back spasms and things if you're not careful so that might even be why they've kind of eased him into stuff this week because you end up bracing harder yep your body's naturally gonna like contract the muscles in my lower back if i feel like i'm gonna fall on that tailbone yeah so yeah, it exactly. could oh that's crazy how it's so, all connected so i mean i'm sure they they've been doing some treatment on there getting him some some medicine to make it feel better um there's a lot of ways you can get it to at least calm down um the pain uh, while it's healing up so i can't imagine sitting on an airplane for 12 hours helps your tailbone yeah definitely not i mean depending on what part of the tailbone um he has that bruise on if they have it more towards the lower back i'm guessing it's that higher up part of it yeah. so um but cushion like that's a lot of time when you get people have a, a bone contusion in the tailbone if it's not a fracture a lot of times there's this tiny little part on oh. the bottom of the tailbone your coccyx <laughs> yeah. it's just a little like triangle shaped bone there that can actually get fractured or like crack even if it's not a major one it's not a convenient spot oh. and that's when you'll see people using like a donut to sit yeah. on and things so it doesn't have the pressure on it our so. former tail is that what that bone is I mean, maybe okay yeah, I yeah. Won't, yeah, yeah. if you want to get into that yeah. <laughs> okay um fantasy wise yep Jarek mckinnon gets a decent bump because if he's healthy ceh doesn't take his snaps or are you still worried like they kind of equal each other out because of a groin but no ceh kind of a wash uh man that's a tough one um i feel like when it comes to mckinnon and fantasy he's feast or famine yes um he has not been as used yet this year in the screen and run plays like you uh, with mm -hmm. the passing downs like he was last year the one he had against broncos got called back a few weeks ago so um that's a tougher one i would say they're probably going to rely more heavily on uh, pacheco than mckinnon uh this week just 
to keep him healthy. Still a lot of season left, so um, but being limited Why to two backs, yeah. uh, you're probably going to see. I mean, really, McKinnon's role probably won't change much because even when they were using CEH, they were kind of like giving a drive um, where they gave Pacheco a, kind of a break almost. Right. Cause, and it was all CEH. Yeah, it would be him the first couple of downs, and McKinnon was still going out on a third or. This is crazy. I didn't realize how little McKinnon was a factor. Here's his touch count so far this season. One, four, five, three, 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 four, three. Yeah. So we'll, I'm assuming we'll see more of him this week, but I, but I don't still, know that it would be enough to make it a big fantasy yeah, splash for okay. sure. There's a chance, you know, we might get, get some more passes going with him, some more screen set up, but that's um, so one of those. I'm sure you can probably find a better, yeah, better, better suited option. Uh, option for that, yeah. Let's look at the other side of the field, the Miami Dolphins. They seem to be fairly healthy as well, outside of obviously they lost A-Chan earlier in the season. Um, two did not practices so far this week. Robert Hunt, who is a guard with a hamstring Brandon Jones, who is out with a concussion, feels like Brandon Jones doesn't play Robert Hunt do you know? I mean, if he did not mm-hmm. practice, did not practice, it's a groin. Do you th- lean towards he probably doesn't play with the hamstring? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, two did not practices are not doesn't look ideal. And the travel. And the travel. Um, kind of depends. Some teams will – I'm not familiar with him if he's a veteran presence or not, but sometimes if those guys have been in the system long enough, they'll give them some extra time to heal two up. Two did not practice, as But two is a, it's, it's a little, little pushing it there, I'd say. You think you'd, you'd want them out there at least limited, kind of get the game plan going and stuff. Um, so – uh, that's yeah, probably not looking good for them. There really isn't. Let's talk about here's an interesting one Raheem Mostert. He is a veteran, he's over 30. Ankle, he did not practice on Wednesday, limited practice on Thursday. We'll probably chalk that up to a veteran status. Just today on the True Move Facebook page, there's been articles about Mostert and how he's so healthy over 30 when there's typically a big drop off. He loves dry needling. Yeah. Loves dry needling. Oh, yeah. Big dry needling guy. So my question is, I guess I thought dry needling was a situation where it's acute stuff more than just maintenance. Yeah, it can be used as a recovery tool as well. Like Um, after a workout. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, anytime you're putting strain on those muscles and tissues, there's chance for it to form those knots or trigger points in it. Um, That's just part of the the muscles response to strain and load. Um, And to speed that up, I mean, a lot of times, especially in these healthy athletes, their muscles will will naturally heal on their own and everything. But again, week to week in the NFL, you want to be as healthy as you can to hit practices as hard as you can so you can be prepared. Um, And needling is just one of those things that can help speed that process up of those muscles getting uh, back to closer to normal um, throughout the season. So doing that, um, I mean, I've used it as recovery options, like directly after a competition with athletes so that then they can go into practices 100% and get the most out of practices, be fully prepared for the next game versus maybe the first practice or two after a game or a competition, they're still a little sore, beat up, so they're not getting a full you know a full out of it what they can with their practices so yeah i mean he's this is like the second 
third time I've seen him connected to dry needling. Uh, again, true move on Facebook. You can find that article. Just search Raheem Mostert. He's playing really well. Um, Jalen Ramsey, knee limited, limited, but that's probably a veteran. Same thing with Durham Smythe. I got to imagine a lot of these veterans, especially with the travel, are taking it easy midweek. You know that travel is going to be tough on the body. Yeah. Um, Durham Smythe did not practice. Limited, limited, limited for Connor Williams. Um, full practice. Jalen Waddle looks like he's fully, fully healthy finally. So this is uh, this should be quite the setup. Kansas City trying to bounce back yeah. after what was a fairly ugly game yeah. in Denver. And obviously, uh, Mahomes and CEH must be packed. I assume it's the same illness. We don't know. Yeah. We heard. Yeah. Yeah. When they just label those illness, it's hard to know for sure what that is or but, how long it affects them for yeah. everything. So let's talk about your call on the game. I should have been tracking this, Ethan. I don't know why I haven't. How right or wrong we've been. Um, over under a 50.5 Chiefs two-point favorite right now. Of course, the game 830 on Sunday morning. What do you, what do you say? What's your move here? I like it. I do think it's going to be, you know, a shootout kind of game. Um, I think the Chiefs will keep it close. I just can't imagine them having two rough games in a row right. like that. So I think they're going to have some cleaned up, cleaned up looks on their offense. I think our defense is playing at a high enough level that I'm hoping they can slow down that that strong Dolphins offense. But that Dolphins offense is pretty it's pretty legit, so yeah. I don't expect them to shut them out or anything. So I still think it's going to be a, a pretty decent high-scoring game. Um, so I'd say the over on that, and I mean I got to go with the Chiefs. You have I to. Mean, have to. You can't I do. be on a Chiefs spot, right? <laughs> so I, I have faith in them. I think it's going to be a close game, um, but that's that's the difference between those championship teams and just the normal regular season good team is finding ways to win in a tough game. So. So I actually, I agree with you. Here's what I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Tyreek Hill under on 90 and a half receiving yards. I think the Chiefs are going to have a goal to shut him down. They do not want him making the rounds on the internet talking crazy after this, yeah. right? And considering the Chiefs wide receiver core right now, right, this is a big show me game, Yep. right? So they're going to go, you're going to have to have Waddle beat us. Mostert's going to have to beat us. Let's see it. Right. And I think they'll really handle Tyreek, which I think is going to give Miami even more problems because they're going to try to force it. I agree. I was saying that same thing. I bet Miami wants to have Tyreek to have a big yes. game just as much as the Chiefs don't want him to have right. a big game. So if they can shut him down, get some pressure on Tua. Tua's not looked super great when he's getting right. pressure. Um, and so hopefully the defense can kind of pull those things off. Right. And, you know, Cover Tyreek, make him go to his second and third looks, which allows you to get pressure. So I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm definitely taking the points and I'll take the over just because I think you're right. Uh, it's going to be tough to keep them under. You know what I mean? And yeah. if the Chiefs win, they're going to have to put up probably more points than they put up this season. I would agree. Outside of when they played the Bears, I think they put up 41 or something. So, yeah. Alright, there it is. Uh, don't forget, set your alarm for early in the morning. It's it's going to be, listen, my wife is going to hate Sunday because I'm going to get up 8.30, the game ends, and then we've got about a half an hour till the full day starts. So, oh, I cannot wait. Um, this is going to be fun. Don't 
Dolphins Chiefs 8.30 kickoff on Sunday. Don't forget, we do two other episodes during the week, one early in the week, and then coming up later today, we're looking at a sit-start podcast where we kind of give you advice and check out the rest of the league every week, Chiefs-only episode with Ethan. Uh, We do it um, later in the week as well. So for Ethan, for our other co-hosts, Josh and Luke, and for everybody at True Move, find us online at truemovekc.com. Thank you for listening to this episode.